Hello and welcome to Random Draw, a trip through the vinyl archives of WTBR-FM. When WTBR moved to the new facilities here at Pittsfield Community Television, it brought along with it a tremendous asset, its vinyl collection. Numbering nearly 20,000 pieces, including full albums, EPs, singles, and so much more. The purpose of this program is to take you back in time to the early days of WTBR when these records were brand new. I'm your host, David Cachet, and over the last couple of years, I've acted as sort of an archivist of this great collection. Imagine, if you will, a wall full of records, sorted into sort of cubby holes with about 150 records in each section. I'll be choosing one of these sections to grab records from, and I'm just going to be randomly selecting records off the wall of our studios and playing them for you. That's right, playing the actual vinyl records that have been in the WTBR archives for decades. Now, each record in our collection has a catalog number listed on it, and this coincides with the order in which it was received by the WTBR DJs back in the day. Its first two digits represent the year it came in, and the remaining three or four digits will tell you in what order they received the LP. Now tonight we're going to take a look back at the early days of WTBR's vinyl collection. This is cubbyhole number one. These albums are a potpourri of albums that were released before 1972. These records haven't been played in decades, so let's see if they still sound good. Let's begin with an act that's known for some crazy onstage antics, and that is the crazy world of Arthur Brown. Arthur Brown was the vocalist and founder of this group that released their first album in 1968. He would have a wild time on stage, including wearing a flaming metal helmet during concerts that led to quite a few mishaps every now and then. The group's first album was produced by Kit Lambert, manager of The Who, and was executive produced by Pete Townsend himself. The album proved to be quite a hit, reaching number 7 on the U.S. Billboard charts, and the lead single, Fire, hit number 1 in the U.K., not only managed to hit number two here in the States, so let's listen to the crazy world of Arthur Brown and fire here on Random Draw. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire.
Vanilla Fudge right there with I Can't Make It Alone. Before that, we heard Deep Purple with Speed King, and we started the show off with the crazy world of Arthur Brown and their song, Fire. Now, Deep Purple is a British hard rock band that I also associate with their tremendous organ sound that separated them from all the other hard rock bands of the day. Formed in 1968, they went through various incarnations of the band, and they were finally inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2016. In 1970, they put out their fourth album, Deep Purple in Rock, on Harvest Records, and this was the first album of the Mark II lineup, which proved to be the most successful lineup of the band. Featuring new members Ian Gillen and Roger Glover, and they joined John Lord, Ian Pace, and Richie Blackmore in the band. The album may have only reached number 143 in the U.S., but it went all the way to number 4 in the U.K., and we played the first track on that album called Speed King. Vanilla Fudge, that was the next group we played, kind of had a color theme going there. We had Arthur Brown, we had Deep Purple, I guess you can call Vanilla kind of a color, it's, you know, it's white. Uh, Vanilla Fudge were an American rock band that had their biggest hit with a cover of the Motown hit, You Keep Me Hanging On. This group was sort of heavy metal, sort of psychedelic, sort of a jam band, and they constantly came up with new ways to hear some classic tunes. In 1969, the band put out their fifth and final album of their original incarnation, an album titled Rock and Roll on Atco Records. This album peaked at number 34, and the band would break up the following year. Now, some of the members would go on to form the band Cactus, and then after that, they jumped to a new group with Jeff Beck called Beck, Bogart, and a Piece. 
The group ultimately would re- reunite many times over the years. Once again, that was Vanilla Fudge with I Can't Make It Alone. That was an old Goffin King tune. We're going to start our next set of music with a group that was putting out a packed Greatest Hits album in 1970. Sly and the Family Stone was a funk, soul, R&B group that had a mix of genders and races making up one rockin' band. Formed in 1966, by 1970 they had released such all-time great tunes like Dance to the Music, Everyday People, and Thank You for Letting Me Be Myself Again. So in 1970, their label, Epic, put out a Greatest Hits album to cash in. It's catalog number 70-022 here at WTBR. Let's play one of my favorites. Here's Everybody is a Star, which hit number one in 1969. So here's Sly and the Family Stone right here on Random Draw.
Steve Miller Band right there with Living in the USA. Before that, we heard Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass with A Taste of Honey. And we started off that set of music with Sly and the Family Stone and Everybody is a Star. Now, Herb Albert and his band, the Tijuana Brass, were mega artists of the 60s who released hit after hit throughout the decade. They had 14 platinum albums, five number one albums, and won nine Grammy Awards. Herb Albert himself is the only artist to hit number one with both an instrumental song and a song with vocals. In 1965, he released probably his most famous work, Whipped Cream and Other Delights, on A&M Records, catalog number 67-023. Of course, it came out on A&M Records, as he is the A of A&M Records. It's, it's Herb Alpert and Jerry Moss, M for Moss. This album hit number one and features one of the most iconic album covers of all time. If you aren't picturing that album right now, you better Google it just so you get the image in your head. The single I played, A Taste of Honey, was a huge hit, hitting number 7 on the Hot 100, number 1 on the Adult Contemporary Charts, and it won the Grammy Award for Record of the Year. That once again, that was Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass with A Taste of Honey. Now, San Francisco icons, the Steve Miller Band, were just putting out their second album, Sailor, in 1968, which featured the song Living in the USA. That's catalog number 68-06 here at WTBR. Now, this, um, this album from Capitol Records was produced by Lynn Johns and was the last Steve Miller Band album to feature guitarist and vocalist Boz Skaggs before he left for a very successful solo career. Now, Steve Miller himself will go on to have some of the biggest hit albums and singles of all time in the 1970s, including a greatest hits album that I think pretty much everyone I've ever known has owned. I think they just handed it to you if you lived out in the, in the USA at some point in the late 70s. So once again, that was a Steve Miller Band would live it in the USA. We're going to take a short break right now on Random Draw. I'll be back in just a moment to hear some more random music from the really early days of WTBR. So we'll be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. 89.7 WTBR-FM Pittsfield. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down. While well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Berkshire County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Underwriters are so important for keeping this station alive. Hi, this is Sean Sayre, Executive Director of PCTV. I'd like to thank our local businesses for supporting Pittsfield Community Radio and for believing in the mission of the station. When you hear underwriting messages on the air, you know those companies support WTBR-FM. If you're listening now and your business would like to join in and support us, call me today at 445-4234 and get involved or visit us at WTBRFM.com. It will make all the difference. Hi, this is Sergeant Mark Madalena with the Pittsfield Police Department. We all have busy lives, and we're in a hurry to get to where we need to be. While driving, people are eating, drinking, talking, putting on makeup, doing their hair, checking social media, texting each other, all while the dog sits on their lap. The result is running red lights, stop signs, speeding, and finally crashing. Distracted driving is illegal. You can be ticketed or criminally charged. Please share the road and pay attention. Let's make sure everyone gets where they want to go safely. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. 
Hi, my name is Bill Sturgeon. I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform, educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you. What is One Berkshire? We're the voice of the business community, promoting the region and supporting local business. How do we do it? Through marketing, networking, sponsorships, and advocacy. Whether it's promotion to travelers and second homeowners, or opportunities to network with your neighbors and raise your profile, we've got you covered. So join today. Visit oneberkshire.com. That's the number one, berkshire.com. The preceding public service announcement, courtesy of WTBR and Lee Bank. Now, streaming live on the web, WTBRFM.com. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. And we're back here on Random Draw, and we are listening to songs from the early days of WTBR. This is the cubbyhole number one, we like to say. It's the stuff that predates 1972. Remember to subscribe to the podcast of Random Draw by visiting wherever you get podcasts, including Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Music. Also visit our station's website for more information, WTBRFM.com. There you can get all the podcasts from every show. You get a full schedule of every show going on, and you can just learn more information about the station. Now we finished the first half of our show with an early hit by a band featuring a musician who would go on to have a big career. That was Boss Skaggs leaving Steve Miller Band. So let's continue that theme with the next track. In 1969, the Bob Seger System would release their debut album, Ramblin' Gamblin' Man, on Capitol Records. That's catalog number 69-022. Now the title track would go on to be one of the most recognized tracks in the great discography of Bob Seger, and it features an early appearance by Glenn Fry on acoustic guitar and the background vocals. You can kind of hear his high notes in the chorus. So let's start the second half of our show with a rockin' tune. Here's the Bob Seger system with Ramblin' Gamblin' Man right here on Random Draw.
The Allman Brothers Band right there with It's Not My Cross to Bear. Before that, we heard the James Gang with Funk Number 49, and we started that set off with the Bob Seger System and Ramblin' Gamblin' Man from their debut album. 
Now, again, we started that set off with a track featuring a future eagle. That was Glenn Fry on Ramblin' Gamblin' Man, so why not follow that up with another? The James Gang features future eagle Joe Walsh on guitar and vocals. In 1970, they released their second album, The James Gang Rides Again, on ABC Records, catalog number 70-03. Produced by the great Bill Zimzik. A man should buy a vowel at some point for his last name, since there isn't any. The album would be their biggest chart success, peaking at number 20 in the United States. And obviously it features their most famous track, the song you just heard, Funk Number 49. Unfortunately, that song did not reach number 49 in the charts, instead stalling at number 59. And yes, there was a Funk Number 48 on their previous album, and Joe Walsh actually recorded a song called Funk Number 50 off his Analog Man album in 2012. The Allman Brothers Band, that we heard the last song here from the last set, they released their debut album, their self-titled album in 1969 on Capricorn Records. It's catalog number 69-11 out here on WTBR. And it's still one of the best debut albums I've ever heard, in my opinion. they got great tracks on there like Whippin' Post and Dreams and It's Not My Cross to Bear and Blackheart Woman and that sort of thing. It's just a great album. If you haven't listened to it all the way through, by all means, give it a, give it a good spin. Now, they would go on to have an amazingly long career full of ups and downs, but sadly, this album was one of only three studio albums to feature the incomparable Dwayne Allman on guitar before his death in 1971. And that howl at the start of the song I played, It's Not My Cross to Bear, is still one of my favorite beginnings to a song. And actually, since the first track on the album was an instrumental, it's actually the first time you hear vocals on the album, so what a great start to the album. Once again, that was the Allman Brothers with It's Not My Cross to Bear. We have time for one more set of some classic early WTBR vinyl rock here on Random Draw. And we're going to play some of the most famous musicians in rock history. All Rock and Roll Hall of Fame members, a couple of them multiple times over as a matter of fact. We're going to start with Bob Dylan and a song from his 1967 album John Wesley Harding. It actually is catalog number 68-09 since it came out like late December of 67. Now, this album marked a semi-return to a more acoustic sound for Dylan and proved to be a giant hit, hitting number two both here in the United States and in the United Kingdom. The song I'm going to play all along the Watchtower became more famous a year later when Jimi Hendrix covered it, and it still lives on today as a live concert staple of the Dave Matthews Band. It's one of those songs where the cover versions are almost more famous now than the original version and um, that sort of thing. I guess it happens when you're someone like Bob Dylan and you release that many songs. Sometimes cover songs just become someone else's. But here is where it's all started. Here's Bob Dylan with All Along the Watchtower right here on Random Draw. There must be some way out of here Say the joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't get no relief Businessmen, they drink my wine Plowmen dig my earth None of them along the line Know what any of it is worth He kindly spoke 
There are many here among us Who feel that life is but a joke But you and I, we've been through that And this is not our fate So let us not talk falsely now The hour is getting late All along the watchtower Princes kept the view servants too Outside in the distance A wild cat did growl Two riders were approaching The wind began to howl
small moon. That's no moon. It's a station. I think you're right.
Paul McCartney right there with Too Many People. And before that, we heard Rod Stewart with I Know I'm Losing You, the great Motown song. And we started off this last set of music with Bob Dylan and the original version of All Along the Watchtower. Now, in 1971, Rod Stewart put out his third and best solo album, in my opinion. Every Picture Tells a Story on Mercury Records, catalog number 71-091. This album was a smash, hitting number one everywhere, pretty much, and featured such great tunes like the title track, Every Picture Tells a Story, Maggie May, Mandolin Wynn, Reason to Believe, and one of my favorites, I Know I'm Losing You, featuring Ronnie Wood on guitar would later go on to join the Rolling Stones, but was a good friend of uh, Stewart's from their day in the faces. And of course, we closed up our show with one of the greatest ever, Paul McCartney, who was putting out his second solo album, Ram, also in 1971. That was catalog number 71-08. Now, 1971, of course, is one of my favorite years of music, so it's always good when you can pull out a couple of Rock and Roll Hall of Famers like that and some of their best work from that year. You know, I think you probably should stay tuned later in the year. Maybe we'll do a nice salute to 1971 since that was 50 years ago and the anniversary of the greatest year in music. Well, anyways, back to the album. Paul McCartney released Ram, and the big hit on that album was, of course, Uncle Albert Admiral Halsey. But I wanted to play uh, one of my favorite tunes of his, and that was the great song, Too Many People. I hope you enjoyed it. Well, that about wraps it up for us here at Random Draw. If you'd like to learn more about WTBR or even have an idea for your own show, please visit the website WTBRFM.com. There you can learn all about our station, and you can even submit a proposal for your own show. You know, it's not that hard being a DJ. I'm doing it, so I think you could too. Until next time on Random Draw, I've been your host, David Cachet. We'll see you later.